got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. You know? With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Well, who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stone. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. That's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. December 22nd, 2016, for the Christmas Eve show, broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today, back. At Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today, pairing cigars not with beer, not with booze, not with food, but with music. Joining us on the Cigar Authority will be the authority on pairing music with cigars. And he does it all the time on his podcast, all the way from down under, Dave Burke from the Cigar Jukebox. Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition, a Thursday night edition. Uh, We don't want to basically work on Christmas Eve. We want to work yeah, in the cigar shop. Yeah, it's, not, it's not laziness. It's because it's going to be busy. Right. And we're going to put another shrimp on the barbie. Yes, we are. When it comes to uh, Saturday. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world. That is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play or Podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, let's not forget about our good friends here at Facebook Live checking in right now. There we go. So uh, welcome, everybody. Today, instead of uh, going through two cigars, which we normally do, two cigars during the show, we're going to relax a bit. We're going to take it easy. We're going to drink a little rum. We're going to smoke some cigars. We're going to take it easy. We're going to have a guest on. We're going to have a – if you're watching on the video portion of it, we're going to try – to actually <laughs> have you. it Thank show you. up behind us so we can actually see we're very, it. We're getting very technically savvy here. No, we're not. We're attempting things we shouldn't be attempting. Correct. Right? Broadcasting in high def, like the highest possible def uh, yep, on tr- YouTube. We're so. trying to make it better. New camera positions, and it's Thursday, Thursday. We're drinking on the job, too. We're, we're and I'd like to say Barry's already drunk. We're setting the bar really low on Thursday nights. So, was, you know, it should be fairly easy to win. I there thought we you were boycotting the NFL. That, this must yeah, be the no, shortest if you look at, boycott. If you look at the games that are played on Thursday, they're horrible. Who so they're wants, okay to watch. Who wants to watch the Los Angeles Rams play the Jacksonville Jaguars? I don't even know who they are. That's how dedicated I am to my boycott. I didn't know Jacksonville had a team. <laughs> it's true. They basically don't. Okay. <laughs> they all but don't. So we're going to just have one cigar today. We're going to take it easy. And here's a cigar that doesn't want to be just passed over and just smoked whenever you feel like it and just get on to the next one and put it down. We can't put it down. But it's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, which, incidentally, has not run out yet. It's close. It's getting close. Really close. All right. So if if you want to be part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, $19.99, $20. You get four cigars every month. You stop whenever you want it. One of the cigars in the care package, the last cigar. No, we actually have one for next week, too. But this is one of the four. And this cigar is Byron. Tell us about it, Barry. 
Sure. The Byron Disquindito was introduced at the 2015 IPCPR, and it's from Nelson Alfondo's Selected Tobacco. It's a new size of the Byron line. It's part of the 21st Century series, and the cigar represents the 21st century of Cuban cigars. We know very little about the cigar other than it's made in Costa Rica, but it features no Costa Rican tobacco. In fact, the mystery of the cigar is part of its allure. The cigar measures 6 by 55 retails for $33, was part of the December Cigar Authority Care Package. And if you really want to read an interesting story on the history of the brand, go to unitedcigargroup.com, go to their Byron brand page. There's a great story that I didn't want to read on air. It would have taken 10 minutes to read. Not but to mention you would have butchered the hell out of it. Right. Yes. Yeah. We Sorry, go. What was the retail value on? $33, and it came in the 1999 cigar care package. Right. So there's a bargain. There's Merry Christmas. So right. this is what it's about for us, too. Something special for Christmas Eve. So this is what we're going to smoke. So first thing I want you to do is look at the tube. So you have that tube there, 500 years of the watching. Mm-hmm. And if you see the very bottom of the tube, it's a twist. You twist it, and you pull now, there's, a, there's a secret to this. Okay. If you look on the brass fitting here, yep. there's a little indent. Yes. There's a bump. Yep. That bump goes all the way through to the other side because it matches up to the groove. Mm. Yes. Some people think, oh, it just goes on and, and stays on with friction. It doesn't. You line it up to the groove, you put it in, and you give it a twist ever so gently. Yes. Be gentle with this. So when you take that little cap off the bottom, you'll notice a piece of foam inside there. So that little foam, you add a little bit of distilled water, you have a little PG solution, humidor rain, whatever wording these little solution is, but it's just a couple of drops in it. That's now all it takes. And yeah. now you have actually a humidor built into this tube. And Nelson Alfonso, who made the cigar, actually did this. Now, when you look at the bottom where you took the foam out of it, you don't see any holes in it. So how is the humidity going to go into the cigar without any holes in it? I have the answer. There we go. What do you got? Magic. It's magic. <laughs> No, what happens in here is you have a chamber built in the inside. This is a two... It's a double chamber chamber technology, it's called. And the humidity goes to the body of the cigar, the entire body of the cigar, as opposed to the foot of the cigar. That's the end, the open end of the cigar. Because if the humidity went to the very end of the cigar, the cigar would flower and either open up in in there, over-humidifying the foot of the cigar and not humidifying the body of it. It Which would ruin the entire smoking experience. It can cause mold in there. It's over-humidifying at one one point. So this is the only tube, the only technology tube that ends up working this way. And it's available on six different items, three of Nelson Alfonso's products and three at Habanos uh, Cuba of their products. So as we pull the cigar apart, pull the tube apart the rest of the way, we'll take the cigar out and we'll look at it, and it appears to have two bands, a double band on it. You'll know when you take it apart that it really doesn't. It's actually one band, but you'll see that later on. Smell the foot and tell me if that doesn't smell like smoked paprika. Well, the first thing is... It smells like paprika. Smoked... I've never <coughs> smelled smoked paprika. paprika. If you were to smoke it. So you, you're seeing a cedar, a, a double band on the, uh, on the top, a single band on the bottom, and a single band has a piece of cedar wrapped around it. Why is that piece of cedar there? First off, they want to bring a cedar aroma to the cigar, but also it's right where the holes are inside the double chamber, and they don't want over-humidity to go to those fine spots either, so they put a piece of cedar there. Lots and lots of technology went into this to make the cigar perfect. How do you take this, this band off? I slide it off. 
You just slide it off. I removed the sticker from the cedar first. I am going to do it, too, because it's very tight. Yeah. It's yeah. very tight, and, I'm and actually, the regular band is very loose. I'm actually thinking of lighting the cedar to light my cigar. Ah. Oh, wow. Look at you. you now, wanna... when it comes to the Byron lines, this particular Byron would not necessarily need the cedar because the, the issue with the humidor is over an extended period of time in the tube without the cedar, you'll see little burn marks from the humidity in perfect circles, the exact sure. same gauge as the circles on the inside of the humidor. Yeah. So not ideal for long-term storage if you don't have the cedar around the outside, if the wrapper is on the lighter side of the shade spectrum. <clears throat> so let's look at the cigar. Really pay attention to it, those that have the cigar in here, because you're looking at a $33 cigar. $33. Is it overpriced? $33 is a lot of money of a cigar. Now I want you to really look at the cigar. And you'll see that it should be absolutely perfect. Yeah. Absolutely tiny, seamless. Tiny veins, yeah. seamless construction. Can't even see the roll lines. It Firm. looks like one. Yeah. All the way through. If we, were, if we were evaluating this, this would score very, very highly in a blind taste test. Yeah. As just appearance. on the criteria that we do for Cigar Journal. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it, it's as... So everything goes into it. First, we got into the tube itself and how perfect that is. Now we look at the wrapper on it. You look into the foot of the cigar and the, and the different, how packed it is. It's pretty packed, right? Yeah, yes, right. And you're going to see that you're going to get a great um, drawer out of it also after we cut it and look at it. Color sorted, wrapper, binder, and filler. Everything on the inside is the same shade yeah. as the outside. What that does for your palate as you light it is if you have a cigar with a dark swirl in the center, that dark swirled tobacco is going to affect your palate first. And then the other tobaccos will fill in on the finish, if at all. Sometimes you have very overpowering tobacco. If it's Nicaraguan, for example, you're going to get that pepper and spice right up the, at the front, and it's not going to go away, and you're going to not experience the rest of the tobaccos <coughs> necessarily. In this case, because the sugars are all the same, you get a very even burn and a very even coating on your palate. So each job that each tobacco has, it can do it because the other tobaccos are not fighting for supremacy on your palate. Mm. So, Mr. Jonathan, is this your favorite cigar ever? This is my favorite cigar of all time. And before this, it was the other Byron Siglo uh, 21, the Elegantes. And I bought that six-pack 28 times to get to the Elegantes before it was available that was the by only the way box. you could get it. Now you can get it. And Nelson, knowing that, because I told him every time that's my favorite cigar, before he came out with this, he kind of pretended like I had something to do with it. I'm sure I didn't, but he gave me one without a band and said, this is what I'm thinking about coming out with for the next one. I know you like the Elegantes. I'd love you to try this. And I smoked it, and I'm like, that's the best cigar I've ever smoked in my life. Wow. As soon as they came in, I bought a box, and I continue to buy boxes when I run out. I keep my humidor stocked so I can smoke one of these a week. So of the boxes that have this, this is the one that comes in the black box also? It's a black box. Only a 10 count, and it is the only packaging that Nelson released without humidification because he only made 2,000 singles of this. That's it. So wow. 10 count boxes and three count tube packs. That's it. Yeah. It's the only way you can get it. Very limited. Yep. They're going to keep making them, yeah. but right yeah. now that's what there is. Here we are at the end of the year. The good news is we made it because we have them. And now we're going to wait for production to happen, uh, which begins again in January. Goes back to Costa Rica, shuts the factory down, brings the stuff in, spends two weeks. It's his production, his production only. 
in whatever he guesses the production should be for this year. Hmm. Um, he did a good job in guessing what, was, what he was going to get through. 200 boxes. It doesn't seem like a lot, but they're, they're high-end cigars. They're $33 cigars. All right, I can't stand it. Let's give it a cut and light. <laughs> Let's go to it. Yeah, what the hell are you waiting for? <laughs> it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. 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 Speaking of Perdomo... Today's show is really the Christmas Eve show, December 24th, yes. which is Janine Perdomo's birthday. Oh, happy she birthday. She was born the day before Christmas. Yes, she was, because she's an angel, right? Mm-hmm. She yeah. is an angel. So happy birthday to Janine Perdomo. You know, uh, my sister t- was born on Christmas Day. Oh, really? So every year. It's tough for them, right? I call her. Yeah. I wish her a happy birthday. I hang up on her. Call back. I call back, and I wish her a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'll complete the trifecta. My mother-in-law was born the day after Christmas. Really? So we have the day before, the day of, and the day after wow. represented. Dave, I was born in June. <laughs> I was born in May. Right. It's perfect. All by myself. Ah, so, okay. You taste, it, taste it before lighting it. Little wine barrel. You know I what? mean, whiskey barrel. You know what? I think the rum might be the perfect pairing for this. Yes. In this rum. You're saying that because you're half in the bag, and you're just steps. so happy. to be, Your bottle's half gone. Well, half of it's, part of it's in your cup, part of it's in Dave's cup, part of it's in Chuck's cup. Yeah, part of it's in my cup. <laughs> you still have more in your cup. Is, is there a little vanilla to that? Yes. Uh, it tastes like it. There's a little bit of vanilla undertone, overtone. In the, in the rum? Yes. And I feel like I'm getting a little bit of that on the cold That's draw. why I'm saying. Is it this is, in the rum or is it? I think, think it's on both. Uh, no, okay. I think it's in the rum. This is a, this is a chewy, uh, dried fruit, almost raisin, kind of figgy. Granola-esque. Taste on the cold draw. Very clean. Cold draw is a draw before you light the cigar. You're tasting it. It has a taste. Why not taste it before we light it, right? For sure. We're going to enjoy this whole thing as much as we can. So we're not going to just go. Even They have great value lighters, but we're going to go with something good. I, you know what? I couldn't help myself. If we're going to smoke my favorite cigar, we're going to light it with my favorite lighter. Here we go. I know we did this lighter not too long ago, a couple of weeks, but we're back to the Black Label Dictator, one nineteen ninety nine. It is the Flat Flame. This is the upgraded version of the Flat Flame, completely windproof. You light the lighter... Blow on it. You cannot blow the flame out. It you does paint, feature. You, you paint it on. It does feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, even though it's a black label because they are the same company. Yeah. And it has the cutest little flip-out bullet punch that measures 12 ring gauge. <laughs> yeah, that's small. On the side. So if you're <laughs> going to punch your cigar with this, you better do it about five times if you expect to get a draw. The Black Label Dictator, again, retails for $119.99. There we go. You got to go all the way. This is the time to take the, the high-end products out. You're going to sit there. You're going to drink expensive rum. You're going to light it with an expensive lighter. Yeah. Which a big thank you to Sean Rogers. I know we said it during the pregame, but yes. that wouldn't have made the podcast. Okay. Thank you very much, Sean Absolutely. Rogers, for our gracious for everybody on the show. There we go. Present. I mean, the definition he's, he's, of a gentleman. He's got class. Yeah. He's, got, he's got class. And I don't want Aaron to feel left out. Aaron is our, is our new, uh, newest soul member over there. He shows up to every show. He shows up he shows to the up, ash holes. He shows up for the ash holes, and that 
is enough said right there. <laughs> <laughs> you can just stop right there. That's but he, but he's the, he's the Rudy of the Ashholes, right? <laughs> is he? Does he do the fact checking? He was there sure from day one. As yep. hell need it, according to their mailbags. So yeah. day one's kind of the important part, but the most important part is is the continuation, yeah. is the longevity. I mean, Rudy not only has been six there for day years. one, six years. And he took the pilgrimage and came all the way up here from Canada, Canada from another which, country. Which means, Aaron, you now have to go to Canada <laughs> yeah. and sleep over at Rudy's house. <laughs> If you want to really complete the uh, the buy factor, there we go. This is uh, just a fantastic cigar. Oh my it, god! It has me speechless. It's it's the definition of Let, what a cigar should be. So let's be. Not, let's just be quiet for about two minutes. Not a so, chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I smoke a lot of cigars. I would consider myself a professional cigar smoker, and when I'm looking to kick back and relax, this is it. This is the one that I go to. And you know I like Atabe better. But when I light this up, then I say, oh, my God, it's unbelievable. I, I, I do think, I think that Byron is better than Atabe. It's something I've never done is smoke them one hand and one in the other mm. and stuff. It's, That's a $66 habit right yeah. there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and I think you go to hell for doing it, right? It's just overindulging of this, this some sort of sin, right? Right. Of doing that. I, think, not right. I think if you pay you got Pastor Padron a compliment, then you get three extra sins. So I think you could... I heard that. I think you yeah. could pull that off. I heard that. But the fact that there may or may not be mortal sins. We, I, we, yeah, that, that was left a little yeah. unclear. Yes. On the show. All Open right, Barry, let's find out what's up in the cigar world. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. Well, this week, Perdomo Cigars announced their first price increase in what seems like forever. Hey, hey, hey. With cigars going up between 10 cents and 25 cents a stick, and on behalf of the Cigar Authority and Perdomo Cigars, I want to say F-U-F-D-A <laughs> for screwing with our cut and light segments. Really? Because it wasn't Perdomo, did not go up. It was the FDA went up, and Perdomo did not absorb it again. Because right. they absorbed it last time. They absorbed the S-chip. The S-chip tax comes on, and they say, you know what? 41 cents. We'll eat it. That's a lot. That's considerable. Times millions and millions of cigars. Now it happens again. This is another basically S-chip tax. It's a multiple tax on a tax, by the way. Yep. It's Double taxed. taxation. Oh. And I don't think we're represented well. Not represented well at all, but we'll see if things change January 20th. Yeah, baby. Yep. And Dave, earlier this year, you told us the story of the first Habanos Cohiba 50th Anniversary Humidor that was sold at Festival de los Habanos just north of $350,000 U.S. Mm. Now the other 49 units that were made for that anniversary have arrived at retailers in Europe with a price tag of 220000 U.S. dollars. And it comes with 50, 
Cohiba 50 cigars measuring 7 by 60. That's a, a savings of $120,000. Right? I don't know about Depends you. Depends how you look at but it. But I'll take two. Here we go. <laughs> AJ Fernandez has officially acquired Sosa Brands, the cigar which was once made at Fuente, will now shift production to Nicaragua, and it gives AJ Fernandez brands that beat the 2007 predicate date. And lastly, Caldwell Cigar Company and Drew Estate announced today or yesterday that All Out Kings would be shipping in March of 2017, which is only slightly delayed from the anticipated shipment date of November 2016. And All Out Kings is a collaboration between the two companies. And he's not even Spanish. No. <laughs> yeah. And he's that late. So that's what, why it's news. And that's what's news. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up! And that is What's Up. So we're having Dave Burke on in the next break, right after the next break. Dave Burke has a podcast called Cigar Jukebox, and all of us were on it, right? Yes, we've all been on. And you did the music, too? Or you just I did, did the music. music. Yeah, pretty interesting, because what he says is you can pair cigars with not liquor, not food, but with music, with songs. I found it very intriguing. We all have a music background, mm-hmm. and jeez, uh, I played music for a living. That's how I made my money. And I played to an audience, and, and the audience changed all the time, so you'd have to look at the audience or whatever it is. This time, look at the cigar. So we're smoking a cigar, and what music is playing right now? What would actually pair perfect with the song as it goes along? And that's what it was all about. It's very interesting. I want to hear from him. I mean, it was such a great idea. Yeah. I wanted to make it my own, but he had already done it. We, me and Jonathan had talked about it before. Ah. When we Googled it. It and existed. It, it already existed, and that's how we found it. it is in Australia, of all places. And we're going to get into taxation and, and the problems that they have over there, mm. down under. Um, you think it's bad over here. Mm. Oh, my God. You know, you take a look at that and how lucky we have it. Mm. So uh, it's Christmas time. You know, would you pair the cigar, or, you, or if you're forced to pair the cigar with a Christmas song, Go what is the best Christmas song? Ask yourself. There is no Christmas song that goes with Byron. There is none. I don't want to listen to Christmas music anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm Christmased out. See, there's two Christmas songs I can listen to any time of year at any given time. And one is Blue Christmas by Porky Pig. Horrible. No matter how much of a bad mood you're in, that's playing and you hear the guys laughing in the background. Horrible. Your mood instantly changes. It's fun. And anything from Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I'll give you that. There you go. I'll give you that. How about Jingle Bells by the Barking Dogs? Yeah. That, that's, oh, a, that's a little annoying. I will. Uh, I remember when it came out. That's a huge. It was a huge hit. Yeah, I like, like uh, Bing Crosby and David Bowie, Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. That, that to me, that's a phenomenal Christmas song. Two people that would never match together. Yeah. That don't go together mm-hmm. and goes together. And they did it on one take for Bing Crosby's Christmas special in the 70s. Here's two things that match perfectly. Mm-hmm. Alvin... In the Chipmunks. Yes. <laughs> in the Chipmunk song, Christmas Don't Be Late. All right. Let's, let's talk about that because I have two lists. I have the top ten Christmas songs of all time as I see it. And then I have the, the worst Christmas songs that if I never heard them again, it would be too soon. Number one on the list from 1958 
is the chipmunk singing Christmas Don't Be <laughs> That Lame. is the number worst one. That is the worst Folks, we Christmas didn't have this song. planned at all. I never looked at his. That is the worst. And he, and, and he didn't look at mine. <laughs> it is the worst. So we'll check that off. Dave's taste nope. right there. It becomes one of the fun ones, like the Porky Pig one. Doesn't it automatically make you happy? It makes me angry. Don't you want to say hula throw hoop? Things you want to say hula hoop? No, I want to throw things at the radio and change the station immediately. So one thing about the Soul Christmas Station is they don't play the Chipmunk song. So I'll put up with Beyonce to not have to hear the Chipmunks. Chipmunk song is pretty good. Pretty Ugh. good. I like, I like some of the Soul stuff. See, for me, annoying is Dominic the Donkey. That's, oh, by the way, that's my honorable mention for the worst. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, had a, I had an 11th. It's Heidi's favorite, my wife, oh. but it's my one I hate the most. I'm Italian. It's the Italian Christmas Donkey. Now, the first edition of this song... The Italian out. Christmas donkey. It's crap. You can just stop talking about it. Just stop. It's it bad. makes you smile. You have you're bad. smiling as you say it. This is why you're not a DJ Jiggity anymore. Jig. Because you realize that your taste in music was starting to go south. Ooh. If, if people, if I was doing a Christmas party and everybody's having dinner and stuff, and people would start clapping and everyone put a smile on their face. In fairness, back then the song was new. We've now heard it for 40 years since then. Horrible. There have been no new great Christmas songs. That's not true. In 1994, All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey, which ha- shares the same name as the Carla Thomas song from 1963 and Vince Vance from 1989, but they are not the same song. Yes, it's an this original re- song. It's an original song, yeah. All I Want for Christmas. I would and say it's, it's the, the, the best good. original. I hate Mariah Carey with a passion. I don't like her either. But Listen, I like the song. That's an original nah, like Christmas song. song. In like 1994, she was at her That's peak. 20 years old, by, by the way. That's we, fine. We, we, we got some 20-year-olds in here saying that's new or something. <laughs> My underwear is 20 years old, just so you know. <laughs> 20 years old. In 1994, Mariah Carey was at her peak. She could cover anybody's songs. She did a, uh, an unbelievable cover of uh, Aretha Franklin, um, Don't Play That Song For Me, that gives me shivers every time I hear it. And that was back then during the MTV Unplugged thing. So I give Mariah Carey a tip of the hat. New Christmas song and 20 years old. I'd give a tip of something else if I could. Now let's not forget it. This is, this <laughs> That's one's... a sin. Now you've got to see <laughs> yeah, the go. There's one down, two to go. Next. <laughs> How about uh, Clarence Carter from 1968? Mm. This one's for Barry. Backdoor Santa. Second best Christmas song of all time. I See, that makes sense for you because well, you'd probably like to meet yeah. Santa at the back door. Here we go. Give me a lie. And I mean Give meet me Santa yeah. at the back door. <laughs> I, I understood what you were okay. saying. <laughs> Do you like things, um, you know, depending on the... the um, the time it was, so, you know, during the 60s or something, you got, like, the Temptations putting um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer out because they were hot, and they put out a Christmas song, and Stevie Wonder, and Elvis Presley during his time, and we do a whole The Beach Boys, The Little St. Nick, yeah. because, you know, they take their type of song and turn it into a Christmas song, or is that, like, it's not really a Christmas song? I think it worked for those artists you just named. At the time. Yeah. And, and you still hear them. Yeah, yeah it We've was We've been listening innovative. to Christmas music for 30 days now. Yeah, we've had we enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think one of my favorites is also Blue Christmas, which is originally an Ernest Tubb song from 1949, but Elvis covered it in 1957. And that is a song that I could listen to on repeat during the Christmas season, and I'd be okay with what it. What about Christmas at Hollis by Run DMC? Eh, it's annoying. <laughs> During its time, though, because, yes. because rap because was it was new. Yeah. I'll give you that, though. I mean, it was that. Little St. Nick 
was in the 60s to the 80s. Can I give you one that annoys me? Mm-hmm. And during the 80s, it came out, and it makes sense that it comes out because they're kind of popular then, but it's still playing today as a popular one, and it's Wham. Yeah. Uh, Last Christmas, right? Right here, right at the that's bottom. That's pretty bad. It's bad. What is that doing there? At the bottom. Why of- are we still playing that? That's an 80s song. It was and- bad back then. Yeah. I and can understand why it was popular because they were hot at the time. Right, but, right. you know, after the bathroom incident and things like that, <laughs> you know, I, that's it. It's over, right? Any song recorded by Wham that has anything to do with Christmas is out. I'm a sucker for, like, the older ones, like 50s and 60s. My favorite one is, um, I don't know the artist, or it's, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas, but it's one that starts off with, like, that's, uh, I've got that on my list. That's the Drifters from 1955, that's covering my- Bing Crosby's. White Christmas. That's yeah, a great one. That's from the Home Alone soundtrack, by the way. That's what brought that song into popularity. Yeah. Now, I'm going to bring it up because it happened. I had a little split starting to run on the cigar because it's a delicate wrapper that's on here. So I just got my Flat Flame by Black Label, and I just hit it just a little teeny bit on where that split is because I want it to stop. Yeah. Quarterizing it. Yeah. And, it's, and it stops right there, and that's it. And I didn't want to do it, but I'm going to do it because I don't want it to, to unravel or anything like that. It's an early, early start. Maybe it was going to smoke <coughs> right through it, but it started to almost like the beginning of a crack. Yeah. Oop, let me just and stop I, that. I think because we were going to be smoking this uh, deeper into the care package, someone put some PG solution on, which brought these cigars up to 70. I hold my humidor electronically at 62. These cigars smoke unbelievable at that humidity. Yeah. So I think they're, just a, they're a little high for what I would like, but it, mine's smoking perfect. No splits, no cracks. Another underappreciated Christmas song for me is Father Christmas by the Kinks. I don't know if anybody yeah. knows that one. But. Ah, I don't know. I love Father. Pretty Paper by Willie Nelson. I'm, I'm not sure if you mean this. I do. Okay. The, the ding ding. It's time for the matchup <laughs> of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. <clears throat> Victor Sinclair cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And today is a war. Willie Nelson versus Elvis Presley. <laughs> Not at all. It's a war between the New York Police Department and Canada. <laughs> Sorry, Rudy. New York Police Department. New York Police Department, and I don't know how many people that is, <laughs> in the country of Canada in a war. You just have to, you have to do this to me. You gotta, I object to the premise. <laughs> I'm going to go down the rabbit hole with you, but I object to the premise. You can object to the premise, but... <laughs> This is the war, and, it, and it's a war. and The entire country of Canada. Well, their military or whatever you want to call it. You know, they, you have want, a, they, you they have the a military. Women, you want the women and children to, to come out fighting? No. They can, they can do it, but <laughs> I would say it would be their army or whatever it is, and the army of the New York Police Department. <sighs> I'm going to say that the, there's probably more people in the army of Canada, but... Mm-hmm. The, the, the Army of Canada would be bigger than the New York. I think it's bigger. Army. It is 64,000 members of the armed forces in Canada. 64,000. And how many people in the... Uh, NYPD is 34,450. All right. A little more than half. Unbelievable. It's half. It's a war, but... Now, hey. now Canada, doesn't, Canada doesn't really get... They don't really go to war. You don't hear about them going to war. You think the New York Police Department goes to war? Every single every day. day. Every day. No? Every day. Every day. But I'm going to say that because of the training, because of this, this PC nonsense that's been going on, the fact that it's New York, 
I'm going to say that they, they, although they're very well trained, they're probably trained to handle things more with kindness as opposed to just cutthroat and kill oh. the New York Police Department. They're not, they're not out to kill people. They're out to disarm and, and protect and, and serve. Bring the, bring the, um, the and, threat down. And is the, is the Canadian, is the Canadian um, any, military out to kill people? Any armed service. Because I don't think they've ever killed anybody before. They ride Look, around they, on horses and they, stuff. They don't couldn't they? even stop Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, they couldn't. It's true. I'm going to go with Canada. Final answer. And it's because they are, these are trained military that they are trained to kill versus de-escalate the it. situation, which is what New York I don't think they've ever do. done it, though. And I don't think that's how you go to war is through de-escalation. You've got to go balls to the wall. I'm sorry, New York PD. I love you. Serve and protect. But if it was a war, I have to give it to the Army of Canada. Okay, that's uh, yours. You're going to go with the Canadian um, armed forces. Correct. Okay. Traitor. Born in Brooklyn, you know? New York's been my boy. So pick the losing team. I know team. NYPD can kick anybody's ass, period. Okay. There he goes. He's going with New York Police Department. What do you got, Chuck? Dave, I think the X factor is, is the technology, is, is the machinery, is the aircrafts, you know, the, the naval ships. That's a great point, Chuck. You know what I mean? If because New York doesn't have. Yeah, they don't have. They like, don't have a Navy. Yeah, they don't have the jets. Yeah. They don't have missiles. There's no bombing going right. on. That's the X factor. That's what's going to give Canada the advantage. That's what I'm saying. Go. Yeah. Plus twice as many people. Yeah. So Canada is the answer, I would say so, too. But it's a close one. <laughs> it isn't that far-fetched, right? It's ridiculous. Hey, no, it's it's the dumbest one you've come up with. Hey, if it wasn't for the U.S., Canada would be speaking Spanish. That's just that's unacceptable, Barrings. <laughs> All right. So early thoughts on the Byron Disquindido. You know what? It is performing as they do every single time. Yeah. It's performing as my favorite cigar because it is my favorite cigar, and it should be everyone's favorite cigar, in my opinion. Cedary taste. As a person who will not get into heaven, this is as close as I will come. Here we go. A little, little, little cedar sting, if I can say. I'm not getting a sting. I'm getting a little cedar, a little floral. A cedar finish. Yeah. Still stays for a while. Yeah. Yes. On your tongue, it's still there. Agreed. I don't know about sting. Well, maybe a bad word for it's it. It's horrible. Yes, it? You're batting a thousand. What are you sick? No, I'm doing. Yeah, I have a sore throat. If you haven't noticed, I also got a little bit of vanilla, but it could be the rum. Oh, well, I haven't taken another I had, sip. Yeah, I had to lay off the rum because it was messing with my taste buds. I wasn't. Getting I, I didn't take another sip either, but I still say the vanilla. I was wondering if it was there, but I could aromatically yeah, get no, it. Beginning it's there. It. Yeah, you can definitely smell it. But when I did drink it, I said, "Oh my God, there's a vanilla taste to it." And then I smoked it. So I go, "Wow, there's a vanilla taste." But we've We've done that yep. accidentally before. The, the rum actually enhances it. So I think I'm getting it a little bit more potent than you are. If there's a great pairing, this is it. This is it, right? Yep. Ron Zacapa. Any special? It's just Ron Zacapa? No, this is Ron Zaya. Ron Zaya. Which is actually, well, I don't know what it's going for now, but the last time I bought a bottle of Zaya was like two years ago. It was actually a couple of dollars cheaper than the cigar. I don't know what it's going for now. Okay. But Ron, when they first came on the market. How do you spell Zaya? Z-A- Y A. And when Zaya. they originally came on the market, they were direct competition for Ron Zacapa. Okay. So they came out with a, a low price point. It was easily fifteen dollars cheaper than Zacapa. Now that it's growing in popularity, I don't know what it goes for today. Very good. Very I like good. it better than I like it better than Zacapa. I agree. I, I like agree. it. It's good. It has less it has less bite to it. Yes. So I Much think it, smoother. I think it's a great pairing with the cigar. Mm. But when we come back, we're gonna take a break. Uh, he is the authority on pairing cigars, not with booze, but with music. 
and he does so on his podcast called Cigar Jukebox. He's from down under, all the way from Australia. Dave Burke joins us, so stick around. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. It's not your grandfather's cigar. Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Come on, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Kristoff was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet. But then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. 
as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Barry can pick out the exact right flavor of ice cream to follow any meal. <laughs> Go ahead. Challenge him. Challenge him. Come on. Franks and beans. Scoop of chocolate, scoop of vanilla. Don't waste my time. <laughs> Come on. Push me. Sea bass. Grilled. Sautéed. I'm with you. Potatoes are gratin. Asparagus. Rum raisin. Woof! Woof, what? How do you know he's right? How do we know? 1,400 retail outlets across the country. That's how we know. <laughs> Woof! And we are back. Live at the Fuller Dominicana Cigar Studios, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Voted the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars in a weekly show now running over six years about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Dave Burke created a show so good, I wish I thought of it. He pairs cigars with something that goes perfectly with them, music. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority, and welcome the creator of the cigar jukebox, David Burke. Dave, you're there. Hello, yes, I'm here. There you go. It worked. I'm so happy. Great to have you on finally. We don't do a lot of this uh, phone-in stuff because uh, we have lots of technical difficulties happen, but that's how you do it every single time over there down under, huh? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Got to do the old Skype, the old Google Hangout to get people over. That's great. So uh, you, uh, uh, you don't sound like you're Australian, first off, right? Where do you come from? So I'm from uh, Wisconsin, and I moved here about 12 years ago. Why? Well, <laughs> well the, the winter's a lot better. Oh, really? That's okay. Okay. Um, because from what I understand, so you're a lover of cigars, that um, the taxation and, and um, you know, we think we're overregulated here in the United States, but you guys have it really tough over there. Tell us how bad it is. Make us feel good. Well, I was talking to Mr. Jonathan and came on and did a guest DJ and had to follow in your uh, footsteps, which was difficult. But uh, we smoked the Charter Oak. Um, I had a Rothschild, the uh, Connecticut, and I just bought one here, and it went for $28. Oh, my God. Just, wow. just to put that in perspective, it's a $5.19 cigar here in the great state of New Hampshire. With no tax. So how do you do the math on there that's hundreds of percent? Hundreds. How much is minimum wage in Australia? <laughs> 3800 an hour? Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's crazy, no, it, huh? Yeah, I was um, like, because uh, people always ask about 
smoking Cuban cigars here because Cubans, uh, there's no embargo here. Sure. But the, the tax is the same. So I think a Bahique 52 is $71. Wow. So uh, smoking a cigar is a, a real luxury there in Australia. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. And even with the tax, if you take the tax out of it, it's not um, – there's a lot of restrictions around events. And so there aren't any events here. So there aren't any cigar events. And because of that, in Brisbane, a city of about one and a half, two million people, there's only like two brick-and-mortar cigar shops. Wow. And do they just wow. sell cigars? A lot of them sell cigars and cigarettes and, like, lighters and all that. And mainly they just sell, like, maybe your, kind of like your top ten popular Cuban cigars, and that's about it. Okay. So somebody going and buying a box of cigars must be... Never happen. Does, doesn't Never happen, happen, right? <laughs> no, no. No way. That, that, can't afford it. Because I think a box of, like, I think a box of... Um, the Nika Rustica is something like $600 or something. Oh, my God. Now, does Australia have the plain packaging that uh, New Zealand has, or is that just in New Zealand? That is a great question, and yes, we do. So, so everything... what, what Barry means by plain packaging is around... So I have... I'm smoking the wonderful Byron, um, the Siglo 21... Nice. And I'll show it up there on the old screen there that Dave uh, sent me. I'm a bit of a delay, but uh, yep, there it is. Yep. Um, the uh, in this cigar, like if they sold this cigar here, around that um, Byron band would it would be a plain olive green band, and in white lettering, all it would say is Byron on it. Now, that's just then, a coating so band, so oh. it would be on top of the band that's under there. You could peel that off and be able to see the ornate band underneath it, or do they have to take that off completely? They can only – it's over the band, okay. um, but they can't take the plain label band off until after sale. Right. So when you go in the shop, they all have these olive green bands with lettering on them. Yeah, it's cool gray, two seeds, the coloring. And it's Lucidia Sans font size 12. Oh, that's fascinating. When I worked with Miami Cigar, we had to do that. And every package had one of those uh, smoking kills warnings right on the box. Yeah, with the, yeah. With the skull and crossbones. Skull and crossbones, somebody with bad teeth, somebody yeah. with, the, with the trach, uh, so on and so forth. And this is what the, every box and looks like. And you, the like. manufacturer, would have to ban them? We would have there? to design the box and ship it over to Australia in that packaging or New Zealand in that packaging. God. So we so couldn't other, send it oh. the way it was intended to be. So, Dave, they, the other a, thing, a lot of manufacturers okay. probably don't even want to bother going through that process. So you're not going to get every brand you want because a little guy would say, you know, we can't do that. Yeah, and, and to touch on what Barry said, because so I've had this discussion with, like, Skip and, and John Huber and guys um, when they've come on the show. And, A, it's an added cost for them, and, B, like, one, added cost. Two, there's nothing that differentiates them actually in the shop. And three, it extends to ads. So I buy cigars from a place here called Cigar Hut. Yeah. And on their website, they cannot have a picture of the cigar. So they just have the name of the cigar, and that's it. So there, there's no pictures of cigars at all. Any description? So if you, 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 there's nothing. So for these 
companies that put a lot of effort, like I'm sure you did, Dave, with the bands and the Byron and all that, and the Atabay and all that wonderful packaging, none of it gets seen until after sale. So it's it's totally gone from the market. So it's a a lot of smaller cut investment in if they don't get that that sort of uh, differentiation. How about in the descriptive of it? Do you get to say it's a mild cigar and a creamy notes and blah, 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 and, and describe it? You get to say, uh, so they say the name, they'll say like the wrapper binder filler. They can say, you know, is it strong, is it not? But that's about it. Like there's, you can have no pictures or anything. Now they can get... The, the magazine, Cigar Journal, can be seen over there, right? Can you buy a magazine that tells you these things and then go in the store and ask for the cigar? Yeah, you can do that. But, I mean, it's the same as everything. It's like, because Cigar Journal and, like, Cigar um, Aficionado and, like, you, you know, your cigar mags, they, they have to get shipped over here, so they're usually pretty expensive themselves as well. Wow. And they're, they're not really – you'd have to get them from a cigar shop, but they're not really in magazine shops. Is, is it like the porno magazine? They come in a black plastic <laughs> yeah. bag? And it, all you can see is the name of the not magazine? That, not that you would know. But <laughs> 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 it's funny because I was talking to uh, – I can't remember who it was. It might, I can't remember who it was, but it's, it's almost like like it's going on in the States. Like there's a lot of talk about, you know – um, recreational marijuana use and all that. And it seems that, like, you know, that the push for political use to get marijuana is a lot easier than buying yes, a cigar. It is. It is. Is there any other thing that's regulated that way the, besides tobacco products over, over where you are? No, there's nothing. Um, I mean, to put it in perspective, even the tax on tobacco now – there's, there's a bill's been passed that every year for the next four years, it's going to go up 12% a year. Oh, my God. Well, your cost of living for the government. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 12%. Good. If you can, if you can so, get it. Dave, not that this hasn't been enthralling discussing taxes over and over again <laughs> no, every single week a, for the rest of listen, our lives. It makes everybody we, feel good that's here. Can we talk about the, sure. the podcast for crying absolutely, out loud? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Dave, what is your personal background, and does it have anything to do with music? Yeah, well, I I just am a lover of listening to music. I can't play anything, so I'm not a musician in that way. But I just love listening to music, and I would often go outside, have a cigar, and have music playing with it. And my wife said, hey, you should turn that into a podcast. So I said, okay. Wow. And that was, so I think, genius. three years ago. That is genius. Yeah. What makes a good pairing, in your opinion, and how do you know when a song is just right for the cigar you're smoking? Ah, well, it's, a, it's like with a lot of pairings. Um, so with the cigar, it's like this Byron. Um, it's got a good body to it. It's got some nice sort of sweet, kind of some cedar flavors. It's a bit more mellow. So I'm not going to throw down on any, like, really hard Led Zeppelin or anything like that. I'm going to kind of go... I'm going to start off with a bit more soul and kind of work into a bit more acoustic. Maybe some Neil Young in here. Maybe some Aretha Franklin in here. I can taste Aretha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Some Sam Cooke, maybe. It's a little some Sam Cooke notes in here. Now, about the, the podcast it, itself, uh, you know, besides me, of course, because me being a professional who's still an active DJ, who has been your best guest DJ to date? Come on, don't and don't throw us in there. <laughs> don't even throw any of us in there. You could say I was the worst. Who, who's, <laughs> I'll say it. Yeah. I'll say it. 
No, the, it's funny. The one that was the most anticipated and the most downloaded is the recent one. That was Steve Saka. Sure. So Steve Saka came on and uh, and did it, and um, and, it, and his was was probably the most anticipated because it was a lot of people saw it kind of like pretty far out of his character to do, but that was great. It was always it was. Because what's fun about it is you get to see a different side of all of these Absolutely. cigar makers when they keep sure. talking music. Yeah. I've, I've heard them all, by the way. I've listened to all of them. And it is very interesting because you're talking to them on a whole different thing. That no, the normal questions they get from the podcast is the same thing over and over till they get to your show. And if they're not doing their homework, listening in advance, they, they, they're hitting a wall there that they're getting asked completely things that they, they didn't expect to go there. But some of them, I said this before, that a lot of people in the cigar industry have music, Musical have a music background. It's really uh, a Bravo, unique thing. E.P. Carrillo, yeah. Perdomo. Yeah, they, Rafael Nadal they, and his love of music. Absolutely. Yeah. But actually, the person that doesn't is actually Steve Saka, who, just so you know, <laughs> called me in advance because I had done it the week before. And he goes, all right, help me out here. What exactly ends up happening? And I said, well, you give a listen to it before you get on there so you, you're not out of your mind here. And he ended up listening to the one I was on so that he was prepared for it anyway. But everybody likes music, right? Yeah. So... You really put this some is, energy into this. This is the this. question that I have for you, Dave. Has there ever been a guest DJ that suggested a song that you absolutely refuse to play? Oh, no, I'll play, I'll play all the songs. Some of them were hard to find. Fred Rui came on and had some bands that were really hard to find. But, no, I mean, I'll play them all. I've, had, I've also had listeners send in requests, like song challenges, I guess. So they'll send me a song, and I'll try and match it with a cigar. So oh, I've that's interesting. Like, I've done, like, musicals and a whole bunch of stuff. Now, most DJs try not to repeat songs during a set. At least I don't. I'm sure Dave used to play the same song over never, and over again. Never, never. Uh, <laughs> how often would you say the more popular songs get repeated, or do they not get repeated? Uh, it's, I would with the guest DJs, they don't usually get repeated. There has been times, because there has been times where the the – the guest DJ and I will pick the same band but different songs. That's happened a couple times, but usually, usually the same song doesn't get uh, repeated. So there's no there's no one song that you think, oh crap, I got to play this song again. Yeah. No, 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 no. Usually not. Um, I mean, usually if you're gonna have Skip or someone on, you better have your hip hop library up to date. Or if you have, uh, I think the hardest has been um, I have the. Um, some some sometimes cigar makers come on and the music brings them back to the music they listened to when they blended it. Gotcha. So they'll say, "Oh, there's this song I heard in the car in Nicaragua. I can't oh, remember." Luck. Yeah, good luck finding the name. It. Yeah, <laughs> I have to find it. Yeah. Wow, Shazam doesn't even know what it is. <laughs> uh, so obviously, you know, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings here, but from time to time, we all come across a cigar that we just don't care for. Has this happened to you, and how do you deal with it? And you certainly don't have to mention anyone's name, but someone's, someone's coming on the show, and they, they suggest a cigar that you can get, and you start smoking it, and you just don't like it. That really hasn't happened with a guest DJ, um, because if I know I don't like it, because I have to buy them, I might suggest another cigar. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so it usually doesn't ha- I- the hardest ones I've found for me to do on the show that I've done 
that viewers have like listeners have requested. Because if a listener requests it, I just buy it. Any you know, either way. Um, is the flavored ones I've had trouble with because yeah. I'm just not a big flavored cigar fan. Sure, but I would have to say that that's that's been it. Yeah, we did. We had we've had the smoke flavored ones on the show before, and sure, you, tough you struggle through it, but you try to find the positive stuff. The one thing I notice when we are sitting up here on our panel is we don't really smoke bad cigars up here because we choose them ourselves. If we were asking requests from the audience, I'm sure we'd be smoking some cigars. We didn't but there's like. cigars that, that are outside of our wheelhouse. Yeah. That you know oh, when we smoked stuff. when we smoked the Andalusian Bull, I enjoyed the flavor. Yeah. It was just too strong as it got down. Absolutely. So you don't you, do you do the uh, top cigar of the year or anything like that? It's, I get I do what I can get my hands on. Right, that, um, that's the problem. Because yeah. of the taxes and stuff we talked about before, uh, it's really hard to get those cigars here. I mean, Cigar Hat, the place where I get them from, he does a really good job of getting in, of trying to get in at least a box of all of them, so that they tend to go pretty quickly. But I. I'm very limited as to, to what I can access here. So sometimes I have to access them uh, overseas, and then you just run the risk of, of tariffs and, and things like that. But Now, you may have answered this already in your opinion, but in, just in case it's not the answer, uh, and you can't say me for this one either. Who was your biggest get that you've had on the show where you're like, I just have to have this person on the show, and they agree to go- come on? Well, I don't know if you know this guy, but there's uh, Dave Garofalo. Oh, sure. Oh, there is no hard. need. I had, to talk. Yeah. I had to go through layers of different people and scheduling. Yeah. yeah your, your people had well, to reach out to his speaking people. Speaking of scheduling, so what, you know, you, I think you had me on at 12 noon, my time or something. What yeah. time was it in yeah. the morning over there? Uh, it was, it would have been like four in the morning, I think. So he ends up lighting up whatever we're smoking. Wow. It's 4 o'clock in the morning because he has to schedule it with people wherever they are. Look, look at California people. Mm-hmm. You know that he ends up having somebody on from California. Here you guys do it. realize it is a pre-recorded podcast. You don't have to smoke the cigar live while you're doing the interview. I have to. I have to. Yeah. So I can really get into you what I, I, smoke I smoked it, multiple times. I smoked it multiple times. Yeah, Dave, I got a question for you, brother. This is Chuck, the producer. And yeah. so yeah. this is our Christmas special. This is our Christmas episode. And we asked the question ourselves. But I want to hear your answer as the expert. What <laughs> Christmas song would pair well with this Byron that we're all smoking right now? Oh, uh, see, you don't have Byron, to answer right? that. You have to answer that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the Byron, you got to go classic. You definitely because have the to Byron, go classic. You know, it has that. The, the construction's excellent. The presentation is excellent. It has sort of classic, timeless flavors. So you can't really go too new. So you'd be going like your, um, like yep. your, like your Bing Crosby, maybe a bit of Nat King Cole, just something kind of classic. Chestnuts roasting um, on an open fire. I'm tasting a little yeah. Dean Martin. I'm tasting a little <laughs> Sinatra, maybe some Sammy. It has to be mellow. It can't overpower the cigar. No. Like, like, like mean, for me, yeah. it would be like trance, some form of trance music. For Christmas? Christmas? Well, not even what? Christmas. Christmas. Not even Christmas. We're talking Christmas. Not even Christmas. Something, if you want to go trans, something like really, really mellow from, from TSO, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Can't, mm. You know, it can't be Christmas ah, Eve, Sarajevo. That's, that's too in your face. It's too many rises, too many falls. You need something that, that's slow and mellow throughout. You're shut off. I urge, Man. <laughs> I urge all our listeners to go through this process. 
you try to. But if you put to, white, if you put White Christmas out with this cigar, you you would be you would be uh, in a good space. Yeah, I think. But I, I can be White Christmas. So, call. Dave, is there anyone on your geek list that you absolutely want to get on the show for the future? Because a lot of manufacturers listen to the show and may not have heard of your podcast, and this is your chance to just call them out and say, "I want Hanky Kellner to be a guest DJ oh. or whoever, <laughs> whoever." <laughs> Kind of, uh, it's it really for for those. It's all due to scheduling. Like I know I've, like Michael Herklotz from that Sherman's a difficult to sort of schedule. It'd be good. Um, It'd be good. Uh, Andre from Viaje, we're working on that currently. Um, I've had Dave Savona on to do to go over the top twenty-five, but I'd love to have him on to do a guest DJ. I think would be fun. So with a lot of the people, it's more of a scheduling thing because they're they're because um, with the travel that cigar manufacturers have to do, it's it's difficult to to slot them in. Could they? Could you send them a list of questions so that you could record yourself asking the question, and then they send you back the answers to the question just in a recorded nah, audio? Because what it is is you you think well you've been through it anyway you think you're going to start this i put some notes down and here's where i'm going to go yeah. but it's very conversational it is and then gets into this and then you know what i'm it, not doing next time what? i'm not giving dave burke my list of music in advance then how can he play the song? He's going to play. I'm going to tag the song, song one, song two, song three, and he's going to have instructions. Because he, he took your notes because he, he knew the answers. He blew up my spot every time. <laughs> so, so, Dave, do you, know, do you know about all music? Do you have a favorite kind of music or just anything goes? Oh, anything goes, really. Um, like rap no, and there's, there's no. I guess, uh, I, guess I'm, I, I kind of lean more towards sort of kind of like a Motown sort of soul kind of thing. As sort of my my go to, me too. Uh, me but too. anything goes, pretty much. Yeah, uh, but but it's it's everything. Whoever it is, you know. I just listened to some of the stuff that you had peered, and we went back and forth. And you know, the first time I did it with you, and I did it twice. The first time I did it with you, there were actually some songs I didn't even know what they were, and I wanted to experience the same exact thing. So I had the cigar again while I listened to the podcast and listened to those songs play because we, we get, you actually dropped them in later on. Right. Uh, interesting going through the process of somebody else's songs. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I, mean, I guess the one thing to your question is that because when I have a guest DJ on, say you or Steve Sacker or Mr. Jonathan or Barry or whoever, they, they, they're picking their five songs for the first time Whereas I might have done, this might have been like my 85th guest DJ show or something. Yeah. So, so I try and not repeat songs a whole lot between shows to, so that listeners keep getting something interesting. Right. So it, it kind of, uh, I have to reach kind of far sometimes. So you got, you got 100 shows up there now, right? I got 100 and uh, I think Mr. Jonathan, I think you're 127, I think. Wow. I think so, yeah. All right. Well, keep it going. How do I listen as... Listen to your show. Well, uh, they can find it on um, iTunes, Cigar Jukebox. It's on Google Play as well. Um, also on my uh, Twitter, which is at Cigar Jukebox. Every time I put a new show up, a link goes on that um, Twitter feed that you can just tap the link and uh, listen to the show there. I would say... Um, those are the those are the top three. So either iTunes, Google Play, or if you follow me at Cigar Jukebox, the links go up, and you can just listen to them straight from from that. 
I would be remiss if I didn't ask you these two questions right here. Best new cigar of 2016 and best new song of 2016, in your opinion. Ooh. Um, see, now, cigar, I'm limited to what I could have smoked. Of course. Yeah, just what you've smoked. So what I've smoked, I loved Black Label Trading Company's Bishop's Blend. Is Oh, I love that cigar. That That's one of my favorites. That and the... Um, that and the Mi Carita that uh, Steve Saka put out. I kind of go on the heavier side you of do. cigars. Yeah. I think, I, th- I think with the with the guys there on the show, I think I'm more close to to Barry in terms of um, cigars than uh, than the other you other two. But um, sure. so those would be my two. An album. Oh, it's, oh, I'd have to say, and and it, it's sort of bittersweet, but I think. Like, I just did a show on Leonard Cohen and his new album. I mean, even though he passed away, like, that album has such a weight to it. That's a really good album, the Leonard Cohen album. All of his music has a weight to it. He just has a way of singing a song that you've heard by other artists. And it's probably his song that they're covering, but he sings it, and it takes it to a whole nother level. Dave Burke, Cigar Jukebox. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a long time coming. I owed you this one, and we're going to have you on again. No, thanks. Uh, hey, we got to have all three of you guys do a DJ at once. Oh, my God. Like we'll kill each other. That great. sounds like a competition for sure. <laughs> we should do it on a Saturday after this show. Do you ever make it up to the States? Uh, once every couple of years. All right. Well, all right. if you make it into New Hampshire, you're going to be yes. on the show live with us. We'll on make it show. happen. We'll turn it into a whole weekend oh, or something. Great. All right. Thanks so much for coming on. All the way from Australia, Dave Burke, Cigar Jukebox. Pleasure to have you here. When we come back... Uh, a little halftime treat, a gift from a listener. And we're going to uh, relight the cigar when it goes out and tell you uh, how to do that without making the cigar taste terrible. And lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your Byron Siglo 21, the Disquinditos, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company? by many media outlets this year at the IPCBR trade show because they prioritize quality over quantity from farms to factory to their post-rolling aging process. A cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it, a process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Serino knows too well. All Serino cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. 
All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five and a half year age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solero was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. What are your badges? The authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, Speed Racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's the closes only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy a little cold. That guy a little cold. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. Going to Magic Camp? I'm an accomplished ventriloquist? Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! We are back with our number two, Christmas Eve, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar.
Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. It's Christmas time, and do you want a Christmas uh, present? Yes, we do. We have one here. We're going to relight a great cigar that went out during the break, and we're going to tell you how to do that without affecting the taste. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, our friends at Facebook Live checking us out. And it's time for the halftime treat. Today's halftime treat. Look at the nice gift, the beautiful tin here, and we got some, um, these aren't just the, um, the what do you call it, gummy bears. These are the original ones. Are they the pot from, ones? From Germany. They're not the pot ones at all. These are the real ones. <laughs> these aren't the fake ones. These are the good, nice ones, not even written in English. Barry, who's this from? What's the deal here? All right, this is from Ryan, and Ryan writes, David, Mr. Jonathan, Barry, Chuck, and Derek. Nice. Greetings from Germany. I wanted to let you know. How much I appreciate the work you put into the Cigar Authority. It is a slice of home that I look forward to every week. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas and make great memories with your families. And to enjoy the German treats, I love you, podcast joke, (laughs) Ryan, P.S., more cowbell. More cowbell. Well, he he sent a cowbell. That's the German cowbell. And they don't, they, don't, they don't say moo in Germany. Their cows say ma. It's weird. That's our cowbell. And this one is it's a little nice. It's a friendlier cowbell. Yeah, the American cowbell angry. is obnoxious. Yeah, it's obnoxious. So here's one. You, you got one with a, a, a frosted top or you got one without the frosted top. I'm going with the frosted. And, and while we're reading cards for Christmas and what have you as we're passing these cookies around, uh, we got a Christmas card from Tom Minota. And it says, the Cigar Authority guys, thank you for another year of podcast. You bring, it's hard to read his handwriting, you bring weekly enjoyment to me. David, Mr. Jonathan, Barry, and Chuck, you guys are the best. Have a wonderful Christmas holiday. Okay, so so are are there ingredients on these? I think my doctor writes. Prescriptions, Dita. I'm going to tell you, I I, I don't know exactly what this is. It's in a beautiful thing. It's written in Germany. We have no idea. Zultan. Zultan. Yeah. (laughs) Glucose syrup. But it is basically a hermit on top of the body of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) What? Wow. Yeah. Is it not? We know who's going to hell. Peel this bottom part. Do you have the bottom part on there? Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't? No. It is... um, like a thin, like cracker. Try this. Try that little thing. He has one on his. Does he? Yeah, I do, but I'll take it anyway. It's the body of Christ, right? Yes, it is. It is. It's a host. It's oh. 100% a host. A host. It's exactly I that. Think I, yeah, the white part, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. just went up for communion. Yeah, it's a communion body it's of Christ. It's the bread that they give you during <laughs> communion. It's right. exactly what it is. <laughs> so, Dave, exactly you just gave me the host. Does that mean, like, you know... <laughs> You, I received communion from you. Oh my uh, God! Has Pastor Dan exactly it? It's one hundred percent it. So it is the body of Christ along with the hermit, and it is perfect for Christmas. There you go. You remember a hermit? Remember this taste of a hermit because there's I a lot of cigars that have this yep, you, flavor. You, you brought them on the show once. It was the first time I ever had them. 
This is good. I wouldn't mind a glass of milk with this. Mm-hmm. Just so, drink your rum and shut up. <laughs> so now wow. this is the the um, the beers. The um, help me here. God, I hope there's like LSD or something in it. Gummy beers. Just Gummy take beers. Me out of this. You're taking more than one. Yeah. <laughs> Notice the density. Is there a clear one? Take a bunch of them. I'm only taking one. That's a. They're big on the colors. There's two this colors. Is no I'm taking a red one, an orange one, and I'm digging in for a green one. Very dense. Very dense. Not very sugary. Nope. Very gelatinous. <coughs> red, green, yellow. Without Ask going them into, up to our audience. Without going into details, somebody sent me a video this week of gummy bears used in a very non-traditional sense. I'm having a very hard time wanting to put this in my mouth because <laughs> of the video that I saw. Why do you watch this stuff? Why people, send, people send me this Just because they things. send it to you doesn't mean you have to watch it's it. It's like driving by a car accident. You have to look. Do you have any idea how many people send me weird videos and I just put LOL at the end and hope it wasn't a video of <laughs> some, some like somebody being shot? Or, or, or like a uh, that's an original tribute video. All right. Oh, my God. These are better than our gummy bears. Way They're better. definitely better. Way better. Our gummy bears with sugar and gluten. A lot of the health food. Have you, did you look at them? There's like <laughs> You're a lot. Drooling on yourself. There's, there's a lot Very of excited. De- there's a lot of detail on these gummy bears. Like you can make out the face, the smile. Oh really? I gotta look again. Give me a reason. It's it's impressive. I like, I like the red. Going ones. in for round two. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah, a party. That's pretty good stuff. That that's a party. Suck. You could soak these in vodka. Oh yeah. And really have yourself a party. That's a good time right there. The backs are white. Yeah. And the other side, they're colored. Yeah. It, so is that the body of Christ that's <laughs> there? See what happens the, to the, that. The backs are white because it's they're German. Big, they're bringing using that as an ingredient. <laughs> yeah, I think the white Stynamite. is one of the ingredients I, that I read. <clears throat> so thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, and, the, and the presents and stuff keep on coming. Danke, Shane. Is that thank you? Uh, is it? Danke, Shane. Danke, Shane. Danke, Shane. Danke. I Dunk. know that song. Yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. These gummies pair well with that song. Oh, I thought it was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It was. It was yes. the scene in Chicago yeah. during the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I put the cigar down. Maybe all of us did. Mm-hmm. And the cigar went out. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, you got a $33 cigar that went out. It's going to end up... Jonathan's still going. Now, here's the, here's the thing <laughs> about testing to see if your cigar went out. If you have a question about whether or not it's out, do not... Pull through the cigar. Yeah. Because all you're going to do is suck ash into the body mm-hmm. and you're going to taste ash. If you want to know if your cigar is lit or not, blow, blow through it. And I'm only getting a tiny, tiny little bit of smoke. There's a little ember going in there. It needs to be relit. So take all the ash off. Wipe all the ash off. You Use can. the corner of the ashtray. That's what it's there for. Yeah. yeah. Cigar little, gods that created tap. ashtrays made those corners <clears throat> to clean out the, the ash. Now get your black label. Dictator. Jet or any lighter that you end up having. But Just the, the dictator. That's the only one you need. And now go what? I like the way you're putting the emphasis on a certain uh, syllable. Jonathan will say now, go from the center of the cigar up. It's, you, well, you yeah. want to stay above the Mason-Dixon line, and the center is the part that I pay attention to the least because that's where the Lajero is. Uh. And the Lajero needs the combustion from the other leaves around it to really get combusted. So I roll the cigar around, and I pay the focus Above the center line that of was, that cigar. And we're going to spend a good 10 seconds light, lighting the cigar. Because it's a it jet. Up. If this was a soft flame lighter, you're looking at 30 seconds to a minute. 
Now, once you've got it lit up, lit up, in other words, it's red, now you're going to bring it to your mouth, and instead of drawing in to the flame, you're going to blow out two or three times, turning the cigar. One, two, three. And now I can stop, and now I'm going to take the first draw in. Oh, that's perfect. It's perfect. Like There's no agitation. In it. Like it never stopped. Yeah. It may be even better. It may be better. Like pizza the next morning. That's right. There you go. Good analogy. So uh, we were talking about lunch, as Dave and I often do on Thursdays. Yes. Mostly I cook lunch. but Heavy on broccoli and Brussels. This morning I had to bring the wife and kid out to breakfast because they're leaving on a trip for my Christmas present. And <laughs> Where they going? I and said theirs. to Dave, what and are theirs. we and theirs. It works both ways. What are we doing for lunch? And he goes, I don't know. You probably don't want to do what I want to do. And I go, you definitely don't want what I want to do. Because you're on a diet. And he goes, whoa, you've captured my interest. <laughs> now, I don't know how anyone feels about chain pizza. And I don't know what chains are global or not. But in the United States, we have three major chains. You've got Papaginos. The best. You have uh, Pizza Hut. And you have Domino's. In that order of number one, yeah. Papaginos. Agree. Number two, Pizza Hut. Number three, and at the bottom of the list, Domino's, and pretty much any house of pizza is above Domino's. No, no, I, I hate have pizza. that in your I name. Hate pizza Papa Hut Gino's, and I hate Domino's. Is Papa yeah. Gino's, Papa John's? No. No. no, no, no. Papa John's is a ripoff of Pizza Papa. Hut. Okay. He used to work for Pizza Hut and then ripped off all their stuff and started his own business. Papa Gino's crust and the, and, and the dough they use, or the seasoning on the dough. I have never had Papa Gino's. Oh, oh. it's the best. So now Papa you got, Gino's, but you've got to go one step further. Yeah, Here it is. So Papa Gino's, their regular pie... Is, is a step above every other chain pizza right off true, the bat. True, but But they came out about three years ago with this rustic pizza. Haven't had the rustic. Still, it's still round. It's but they, oval. It's not quite round. They cut it in squares, and they, they don't just put the regular sauce and cheese on it. They add this ridiculous layer of Parmesan over the entire pizza. Covers the crust. The crust. Everything. Ooh. It's all over the box. I mean, at the I'm end, in. your last, your last slice, butter, you can they butter the crust that yes. sticks to it. It's pretty damn good. Just a hint of garlic For a chain, on the outside. It's pretty damn good. So I said, I'm thinking, I'm thinking pizza. And he goes, Papaginos? And I'm like, I'm in. We, if I'm going to have a cheat meal, that's where I'm going. And we, that's what we did. And, when we're, and I've been good lately. So. Yeah. And I, I have to give him credit. He only ate 12 slices. Well, that's <laughs> not bad. All right. Was remarkable. He I really, stopped. He really stopped himself. They're small slices. I didn't small. eat 12. Might have been 13. <laughs> no. Not that I was counting. I don't think it was double digits at all. You know what I can't find up here? The Sicilian pizza slice. Nah, it's not popular here. No. I mean, that's, that's huge in Brooklyn. Yeah. It's all about the, <laughs> the, the silly. Some the places sis- have it, but it's too doughy. It's very thick. They they don't they, they let the crust rise once they yes. once they mush it in the pan. Yes. So let quick, it rise for a bit. Yeah. So, so you end quick up with tri- a bread dough. Quick trivia question: Who works for Papa Gino's that listens to the show? Oh, I know. I know. Oh. Barry, do you know? No clue. Take a guess. He's like the number one fact checker of the show. Rudy. Yes. yes it is Rudy. He does tech support for them. Yes. Okay. He never went before until he came to visit us, and then we went and got Papa Gino's without you. We left that store and came to this store, and then went right to Papaginos. Papaginos is partly owned by D'Angelo Sub, another really good chain sub shop. Yeah. Very good for chains. If you're going to yep. go chains, Absolutely. and if you're going to go, you go for the number nine. It's called the number nine. <laughs> it's the steak and cheese, pepper, onions, mushrooms. Rudy just, just chimed, say, just Rudy just chimed in on Facebook that the Rustic Pizza is amazing. Yes, it is. 
Yes, it is. It's rustic. 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 Well, get it right. Tomato, potato. tomato. It's not tomato, cinnamon, tomato. You, you'll get something totally different if you order rustic. Yeah, you order rustic. They, they know you it. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's not even up on the thing. You've got to actually go and say it by name. As a matter of fact, say, I'll the, the rustic pizza because the cigar authority told me so. Because they should be advertising. They should be. They should. Yeah, they get they a should. lot of love. And the right halftime snack should be sponsored by the NFL. Right, right. What? Chuck, can you make that happen? Sure. I, don't, I wouldn't accept it. I'm still mad at the NFL, unlike yourself, who watches every game. No, I don't. Don't lie. You know everybody's scores. You know all the stuff. I look every Monday morning. I get in at 840. I look at NFL.com. I look to see who won because I'm in a Diamond Crown Cup challenge trying to win a stuff for Two Guys Smoke Shop, which I'm in sixth place. And, uh, Sounds like a lot of spin to me, Barry. There we go. It is. It's a lot of spin <laughs> saying he we came in ninth. He never sticks to anything. What's your last name right now? Um, it's probably a couple of weeks away from being Belleville yeah, at this right. point. I believe it when I see it. I want, I want the documentation in hand. <laughs> Let's get a fact check. I want to see the license. I'm, I'm waiting for Heidi to uh, dot the I's and cross the T's. So, Chuck Morrison, you have a couple of children. I do, and Dave. They, and they are children. They're getting ready for Christmas. They're all happy. This is, yeah. this is the time for children, it really. Is. This is what it's about. And... It's about they're looking for their gifts, and it becomes hot gifts and more popular gifts and things. So I have the list of the top ten gifts right. for kids this year. Okay. What are the kids asking for? So the, the big gift that they really want, and it's been around forever, so it might not be in your list, but it's an uh, American doll. You heard of American doll? I have. Yeah. I have. American you go to doll. New York, and you can go to their thing, yeah. and I had to do that with my daughter. And yeah. So they look like basically replicas <coughs> of my children. So Cadence's looks like Cadence with the freckles, same yeah. color here, down to a T almost. Michaela, blonde, you know, they, you they did a good them? job. Yeah, we got them. You got them. They don't know it yet. They don't know yet. They're not no. listening to the I show. Hope they're, <laughs> <not> <laughs> hopefully they're not listening right now. <laughs> okay. um, and, and that's what they asked for. That's what they asked okay. for. Okay. Yeah. Uh, doesn't it kill you, like, as a parent to give them that gift? Like, whatever they ask for as the big gift always comes from Santa. So Santa's like the hero. Well, you... You give, know, like give we, a Santa gift, and then this one's from us, and we, you're better than Santa. Yeah, maybe that's what we should do. Yeah, my aunt used to do all of the gifts, the regular just BS gifts, your socks and yeah. your batteries and all that stuff came from Santa, and then the cool stuff came from her. Ah, well played. And then, there we go. Well, well, the number one asked for gift they say it's the hottest gift right now is hatch animals. Eggs. Oh yeah, you can't get them. Can't mm. even get them. No. Fifty nine dollars, and it hatches in the. Uh, out of an egg comes a person, which is kind of confusing. Should be confusing. Like but half human, half dinosaur. Right. That's that's. What drugs are these toy makers on? Half chicken. But it becomes the most popular. Oh yeah. Thing because you got to take care of it, and uh, I think I blame the news for that because the news comes on and says you can't get this, and they create the buzz. Right. Never even heard about it before the news came on and said you can't get it. Well, we don't follow the stuff. How about little pets? Oh, yeah. uh, snuggle my dream. Puppy playset, another fifty dollar item. Number two, asked for gift, the hottest thing going. When they become the hottest thing, you can't get them, and now the kids are going crazy, and the parents are buying them online from some secondary market yeah, of marked way up that, that people are taking advantage of. Um, the new Pokemon still still going strong. Uh, Nerf and Strike um, remote control drones. So cool. drones are going to be... Want see, I would not want that because I want, that. I want the machine gun Nerf gun that shoots 50 <laughs> Nerf shots I want a that second. Too. 
That's what I want. Dude, a drone to fly no, around. I want to actually pull the trigger. That's, that's nerf. On the kill Pull up on shot. the register and, you know, ambush uh, Keith or I'll just, Pat or I'll just walk Jess. up. We have a nerf gun in Nashville. Every time Pete gets out of line, we shoot him with the nerf gun. There you go. He likes it. He likes it. So here's something you might be interested in. The selfie mic music set. It comes with a microphone that's attached with the selfie stick. Yeah. And you can sing... It goes right into the thing and then perform online on whatever. Why the hell would I want that? Well, you could interview somebody and you got the selfie thing and it's already hooked up to it would the selfie work. stick. I yeah. have a $500 recorder, $100 microphone, cables. I got everything. Why would I want that? Because it's 20 bucks. I already have. And it's ready to go. I already have the expensive equipment. So you messed up. You could have got this twenty dollars. Yeah, thing. think about like the anniversary party when you're going around and interviewing some of the cigar celebrities. You could do that on like Facebook Live, right? A little pregame yeah. action, asking them box- boxes of briefs. Yeah, yeah. With the microphone, get, and get the, the embarrassment on their face. All you got was the that. audio. You could have the audio and video at the same time. Or when you went to IPCPR and went around mm-hmm. of the thing, you could have had a microphone and interviewed them. Mm-hmm. Just we telling you, we selling you yet? Twenty bucks. I don't want it. Twenty bucks. <laughs> Uh, board game, Speak Out Board Game by Hasbro, $37, very popular. DreamWorks Trolls, Sky Viper, Num Norm Lip Gloss Kit. Lip Gloss, number nine, they want lip gloss. You got it. That's no problem, 30 bucks. Yeah. 30 bucks for lip gloss? Yeah, it's a whole kit with sprinkles and glitter and all kinds of stuff. You'll love it. <laughs> that I'm interested in. Here we go. I'll take that. And some Star Wars things, Star Wars Stormtrooper action figures. I'm hearing nothing I'm, but I'm bad surprised things. the Nintendo thing wasn't on it that has all yes, the old games. I know. That's what I hear is hard to get, too. I think yeah. that's for older people. Yeah. The, the, the people our generation are looking to get that, not kids. Kids aren't interested. Yeah, What's on your Christmas list? What did you ask Santa for? I don't need anything. Jonathan? I'm very blessed. I don't need a thing. I don't. <clears throat> honestly, I don't even really like Christmas. Chuck? I, I mean... Uh, it's all about the kids. Am I yeah, the only so. guy that asked for something from Santa? Probably. Yeah, you have no kids. No, I asked, They're newlyweds. He so. actually wrote to Santa. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> I asked for a Kindle. Oh, really? Right. I wanted a Kindle. That's respectable. Yeah. You know what I would like? You don't rub? read. Two fingers more. I read, I read a book a week. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you really read? Yes, Big I reader? do. You're a reader. I, Porno I like, magazines I like, are not books. Buried. I like laying in bed at night and Porn reading is not a book. Reading. I enjoy uh, mystery novels. You want to split this no with me? That's yep. crazy. Michael Connolly, James talk. Patterson. All right. So those are, uh, that's my genre. There you go. Dave, you got? I don't read at all. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, I read on the internet, Facebook, but <laughs> someone writes a long post, that's the, about the gist <laughs> of it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and he likes to do it on uh, Twitter because it's uh, less characters. Correct. It's a lot easier. <laughs> Couldn't you have tweeted this? <clears throat> uh, so what is on the ash holes for uh, this coming week? You know what they're doing? I, our internet dropped while we were watching it, and it shut off. All right. So I only made it 20-something minutes into the show. Their studio is right to the right of us over here. Yes. Yeah. There's their studio right there. I love the banner, by the yeah. way. It's pretty the nice came backdrop. Great. They did good. Yeah. They did good. Well, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Gentlemen, <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum, 
debonair cigars provide its clients with wait for it suspension of reality time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life today gentlemen it's our christmas special so let's get into some holiday etiquette tips don't include don't invite both members of a divorced or separated couple to a holiday gathering unless you know for a fact that they're on good terms Bringing the two together could make them and others uncomfortable. Instead, plan to see them separately over the holidays. See, it could be the entertainment option right there. 100%. That's the entertainment (laughs) option. There it is. You don't have to hire anybody. It could be the entertainment (laughs) option. But it's just not debonair. It's not the debonair option. I see where you're going with that, Chuck. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) If a guest gets too drunk at your home or party, stop serving them. And see to it that they get home safely. Cab, Uber, or offer to let them stay the night. Barry, you can't stay at my house. Drinking and driving, fellas, is never, ever debonair. If you receive a horrible, unwanted, or wrong-sized slash duplicate gift, re-gift, smile, say something polite, and extend a courteous thank you. Remember, you can always return or exchange the gift at a later time. Or you can do as we do in my family, which is to delegate it as a re-gift. That continues to be passed on for years to come. True story. <laughs> it's a good laugh to see who ends up with the re-gift from over 15 years ago. If you're a guest and you make a mess, admit to your mistake. Tell the host immediately and help clean it up. And last but not least, fellas, we like to say two words this time of year, and that is go Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. 100%. Merry I hate Christmas. that happy holidays. My last name is Stein. Tell me Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I want to hear Merry Christmas. Merry, it's asking you to be happy, right? Be happy, jolly, gay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Debonair. That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you Debonair enough? The okay. uh, the Ashholes will be smoking the Tabernacle Robusto. Okay. They like the full bodied stuff. They that like is it. uh they've done eight shows now? Seven. Seven shows. Oliver's done six, and uh, they've done a geek stick every single time. Yeah, because they are geeks. They can't smoke a normal cigar. <laughs> they can't smoke something mild. We can tell Dave doesn't have any input to what they're smoking. I do not. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it, and I even missed the show this week. And, and I... they're, they're, they're going to attempt to <laughs> announce their cigar of the year. They're going to battle it out. They're all going to come with on the show live in with all, suggestions. And all to them, do you know what their first cigar was? Of the show, of the whole thing? They, they nailed that. They nailed that. Yes, I do. They, they chose Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year exact by size. Exact. Well, it's only available one Shut size. up, Barry. <laughs> Jeez, talk about blowing up his spot. The LFD Andalusian Andalusian Bull. So glad to see those guys win. Yeah. That was yeah. really Good awesome. people. Good yeah. people. All right, so what do you think of uh, the Byron Disquindido so far? Three-quarters of the way in. I'm glad we didn't light a second cigar because we're going to get two hours out of this. Yeah, and you know what? It's, getting, it's hitting its sweet spot, and the key to this cigar has to do with not that it's aged for four years as a cigar, but how it's aged. Mm. Humidity is everything when it comes to aging. When you're at 70%, the cigar starts to mellow out, and it starts to disperse its flavors. And when you're at 40%, it starts to shrink, and it... Believe it or not, it exhales that little bit of ammonia that resides in the chamber. So every cigar, after it's capped, 
and it starts to go through its final fermentation process. If you ever notice, you get to the band, and some cigars start to taste a little bitter. Better. They start to sting the back of your throat. This is ammonia that's left in huh. that chamber. With Byron cigars, the four years of age in that cedar aging room, he brings that humidity down to 40%, and it forces the ammonia out of the cigar. Then when he rehydrates it back to 70, it inhales the cedar from the environment around it. Over and that's and over. why wow. over and over. this cigar gets so better so as it gets down. There's a lot of cigars that are priced high for no other reason than they're priced high. There's a lot of reason behind this, why this is. And when you smoke it, and there's a lot of people smoking it, 500 people smoking it along with us, um, there's is a lot it, to it, right? This, 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 you know, it's it not safe? just packaging for sure. No, I think it's safe to say that this is the Ferrari of cigars. Yeah, I mean, it's attention to detail, yeah. highest quality. I mean, pleasurable. Yeah. It's just a home run. We've said it before. There are some cig- Every cigar we smoke happens to be a good cigar because we pick it out. But there's some that aren't in our wheelhouse. Yeah. I'm glad there's a second cigar. Yeah. Going with one cigar was the right, right call. Trish, yeah. Just stay with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a shame. To, it's a shame to put down fifteen or sixteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. In the ashtray. Yeah, that too. And move on to something else. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Let's move on to something else right now. Let's go to break. And uh, when we come back, it's the offer today: a peek into the asylum, a classic three-way, and if we got time, some letters in the mailbag. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from The Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. 
Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live in the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, a special Thursday night edition for Christmas Eve. Uh, we got letters and insane story in the asylum, and guess whose birthday it is? Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. We're smoking Byron, uh, part of The Cigar Authority Care Package. I'd say it. Disquinditos. I confuse it with the Elegante, but Byron was distinguished. Disquinditos. And that was part of the line. It's the 21st century blend. This is the best cigar ever made. Ever made. In my opinion. Does anybody know what distinguidos means? Distinguished. Distinguished. He just said that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I heard him allude Drink another to, one. No, I heard him allude to that, but I didn't know that was His the exact... His glass is empty. You took the bottle yeah, away. He's from shut him. off anyway. Oh, he's got to no, drive. No, no. 
give him a little one finger. Oh, look, one it, finger. Look, you, as much as I weigh, I would not blow drunk at this point. Who would you blow? <laughs> you would wish. You would wish. You would wish. Okay, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. The Don Raphael offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Today it's $200. Probably not. Drink a glass of milk that's expiration date was 14 days ago. One glass of milk, Hang 14 days is the expiration date, $200. It's like a glass need, of cottage cheese. I need clarification on this. Okay. You pour the milk into it's the whole glass. milk. It's not that skim crap. That's gonna, fine. Okay. So you pour the milk in. Are there visible chunks? No. There wouldn't be after 14 days. But uh, it's thick to begin a, with. Is there it's a, got a smell to it. There's a little sourness? Yep. I'm out. 14 days late. We're not talking about I'm out. It's a day or two late. It's 14 days. It's I'm a, out. two weeks. Absolutely not. If it was a thousand, if it was two thousand, no. No, you have a price. See, it, for me, this would have an asterisk. When I lived in New York City, he did that all the time. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 no, that it, was what he called milk. No, it, like expiration date would be like say January twenty first, except in New York City, January twenty fifth. It would have two separate expiration dates depending if you really? were in the city. Well, they were or out trying to city. kill. They were trying to kill everyone in New York. All the well, you're in New Hampshire, so and the expiration date is real. <laughs> would be 22nd, so it would be like... 7th? Yeah. Sure. I'd well, you have, I, I would live life dangerous. You, have to, I, one yeah. glass, two Eight ounces? Yeah, no problem. The, the Eight one, ounce glass. The one caveat is... It's cold. You typically have... It's a sell-by date that they print on the, the things. That's not the expiration date. You typically have seven days after the sell-by okay. date. To consume it. So now really it's seven days old. I don't know if there's a smell after seven days. Now well, there's, there's a smell. I'm out if there's a smell. I can't do it because I'm sure there's some sort of clause where you can't vomit. I'm uh, No, I'm out. No smells. It, you do it on the dare. Can you put chocolate? I don't know if you do it for 200, but you do it on the dare. Yeah, can, you sure. put, can you put chocolate in it? Nope, you can't do anything. <laughs> glass of milk, eight ounce glass. What about my own urine? No. I'm still out. Chuck? Two hundred bucks? Sure. <coughs> Barry, for sure. Yeah, it's like yeah. cottage cheese in a glass. We have, we, have so a, we have a tie because I wouldn't do it you're either. So cheap. We're gonna stop bringing cash in. Although you're the you're the one that ate the bug. You we, ate we, the. It's actually, a scorpion. We, we it's both did. You're he, okay to eat them, but he didn't need to tell. It was the first tail he's ever turned down. <laughs> <laughs> a little delayed action. Just on for there. the record, I gave you the male one. <laughs> So that is the, the uh, Don Raphael offer of the day. Yeah. Um, looking at the calendar events of events coming up next week, we will be doing our second off-time show because it's going, to be Chris, it's going to be New Year's Eve. So instead of New Year's Eve, we're going to do it on Thursday next week from 5 to 7 o'clock. Are we going to be drinking again? Will we have uh, maybe some champagne to go with the uh, cigar? <clears throat> we can do that. No. We could do that. Uh, so let's have some champagne, and we're going to definitely smoke the Perdomo Champagne, and with us is going to be Jorge Tapies, T-A-P-I-E-S. He's from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and he's just like us, is a blind taster for Cigar Journal magazine, and he's coming up to the Boston area that day, and he would like to come up and say hello, and I said, how about coming on to the show? Absolutely. I have never spoke to him. I don't know his accent or whatever, but I have typed 
to him in an email, and he like, types in English back. Is it like typing to Nelson? No, it was seemed very because I, we, it's, it's taken shorter. sometimes up to five of us to decipher what <laughs> right. Nelson's sending back. Right. So uh, we'll have him on this Thursday show, and uh, on the that uh, we will also have the year-end wrap-up on that show. Talk about all the things that happened in the cigar industry for the year. Mm. A lot, uh, a lot, lot there. A lot, a lot has happened. Stuff, yeah. Right. Um, the following week, we're back on to our Saturday scheduled first live show of 2017. It is the Cigar of the Year announcement. So uh, we'll see what the real Cigar of the Year is. And by real, you mean the real one. The real one. Because Every, everyone else been out. is so fake. Yeah. And it's, it's so... <laughs> it is. Like, again, we always use the movie reference, but yeah. Godfather, while it may be the best movie of all time, it's not the movie of the yeah, year. Yeah, I promise you. I think you're overlooking one. Back to the Future. You know what? It's a good candidate. It's in there. It's in the running. Brain Man. Brain Man. It was good. That was good. I just saw the uh, Will Smith movie. Wapner. Wapner. Beauty. Something Beauty. American Beauty? No. No. It's a new one. Well, you don't know what it is. I just saw the new Star Wars. I want to see that so bad. My wife hates Star Wars. Guy I went with hated it. He's a Star Wars fan. I thought it was great. I liked it. Are you a Star Wars fan? I am. I liked it. I'm going to see it again. Let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. And it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied, Nicaraguan (laughs) cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Straight out of a sci-fi movie, Dr. Canavero announced his plans to perform the world's first human head transplant. A Russian man named Valery Spiridonov has volunteered to make history by letting Dr. Caravano, whose first name happens to be Sergio. Dave, I think he makes up names to make the story sound true. Yeah, and, and struggles with it, but go ahead. I struggle with the names. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, he's going to cut off this guy's head and attach it to a different body. Aside from growing up with... The, uh, are both people alive or a dead person's head? The person who's alive's head is going on the dead person's body. Why? Who was recently what? deceased. Why would they do that? Now they got two dead people. Yeah. Can I finish the <laughs> Go ahead. story? It sounds like the movie Human Centipede. Aside from growing up with the name Valerie, Mr. Spiri Donoff suffers from a degenerative condition that shrivels his limbs as it attacks his muscle tissue and nerve cells. Many doctors and scientists have spoken out against this surgery, calling it junk science. One doctor recommends that any that anyone involved must be charged with murder if the patient dies, which is the most likely outcome. That's insane. Most likely. That's <laughs> asylum. It's, it's a junk story. It's BS. It's false. Yeah. These Google are fake it. stories. These are fake stories. He is not taking the, the head of a living guy and attaching it to a dead guy. Well, the guy that's living is going to die from this degenerative condition. Yep. The other person... Recently died in, say, a car accident. They've got to wait for the cadaver to come in with the right yes. stuff. So the guy's but being, his heart stopped. He's dead. No, but the, he's being kept alive by machines. He is alive. 
kept alive. Okay. Oh, brain see, that's dead. a new element. It's brain, like brain dead. So ah. then they cut, they, they chill the body, and they chill the soon-to-be dead guy's body down with ice, and they sever everything clean. So when's this taking place? And they switch it off. <laughs> it's going to happen in 2017, according to my sources. And the theater in New York. So they're going to wait a while before they do this, because there's no hurry. Two, 2017 is next year. They just yes. have to wait for the right guy to die. Do you have or a release date dead. for this movie? Like, what day is it coming out on? Yeah. You it can sounds Google like the, a movie. It's a script. I'll give you the thing. You can, you can fact check it. Go ahead. Rudy's already on it, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. You're going to go with that, huh? I'm going with it anyway. If you're going to go with that, then uh, who do we have for a champion? That would be me. Barry is still the reigning champion. I mean, still. He got it back last week. I was the champion. No, the week that. before he got it and it was a shutout. Then last week he held it. No. So that was two weeks no. in a Last row. week I was the champion. Well, right now it's time for this classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. <laughs> but now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported <laughs> from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Celebrate, Mr. Jonathan. Asylum, true story. True story. And true I, get, story. I get two points bonus on the, uh, the game <laughs> because you get no points for that. Cover I was your, called out. Cover your phone. Cover your, your, all your stuff here. Cover your nuts, Barons. <laughs> Barry's our champion. And uh, because of David Burke from Cigar Jukebox was here, today I chose all kinds of music people that's celebrating their birthday. Not just today, but today through Christmas. All the different people. So I guess so you people. cheated. No. <clears throat> Once again. It means you couldn't memorize the years they were against born. me. So you couldn't look or anything. Cheated. So it's going to Barry first. Today is December 22nd, which it really is. Yes. And today is the birth date of Robin Gibbs. Robin Gibbs. Uh, Bee Gees. Bee Gees. That's it. Pop singer, member of the disco band, the Bee Gees. The group known for hits like... How can you mend a broken heart, staying alive? He died in 2012, and his twin brother, Maurice Gibb, has a twin brother, Maurice Gibb. Didn't know that. You learn a lot here on the show. You do. So that is Robin Gibb's birthday. He was born today. What year, Barry Stein? I was watching a movie the other night and almost quoting it line for <coughs> line, scared everybody in my house. 1943. 43, he says. What does that have to do with you watching the movie? I was watching Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Takes place in Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. Ah. I was quoting the movie, and everybody's looking at me like I have two heads. All right. Chuck says 47. 1947. It could have been chins. It could have been that, too. I got Uh, more chins. 1941, Alec. 41. We got one point for Chuck Morrison. He says 47. It's 49. Chuck Morrison, point for you. And an early lead goes to Mr. Jonathan. We're going to tomorrow. Tomorrow is December 23rd. This is going to Chuck. By the way. Oh, it's going to Chuck. Yeah, pay attention. Eddie Vedder. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, yeah. Rock singer known t- 
to work with Pearl Jam lead singer, rhythm guitarist. He ranked number seven on Rolling Stone magazine's best lead singer of all time list. Born today. What year? Dave, he was born in 1970. 1970. He's over. He was born in 1968. 68? I got 58. 58 for the point. It's 64. You were right, Mr. Jonathan. It was over, but you got to go much over. So right now we have uh, Chuck with a point, Barry with a point, and Mr. Jonathan with goose egg. Nothing. No, no, no. Nothing. (laughs) We're going to go to Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, Mr. Jonathan. Janine Perdomo. Correct. But we're not going to go with her date because we we're don't gentlemen. say we don't, we're gentlemen. We're gentlemen, we're yes. She's yes. 21. There you go. <laughs> Ricky Martin. Ricky Living Martin. La Vida Loca. There we go. He uh, he starred in his music career. How can I possibly be the gay band? one on the show? <laughs> How is this possible? I hang out with you so much, it's starting to rub off. He started in the boy band Menudo. Uh, Puerto Rican pop star gained widespread success. With his debut hit song, Livin' La Vida Loca. Ricky Martin, born today, what year? 1965. 65. 71. 71. Oh, did you write it down? Yes. Circled right here. 71. 71. We have two points and two people. Two points for both of you, 71. Bam. So here, this is interesting. So we have Chuck at three points. We have Barry at three points. And Mr. Jonathan... For the last time, <laughs> no. Nothing. Can't win. But we have two left. Oh, could win. All so right. So he could win. He could, he could when win. When I win, <laughs> it will be epic. <laughs> We're going to Christmas Day. Barry Stein. Annie Lennox. Arrhythmics, Sweet Dreams. There we go. Singer-songwriter, Sweet Dreams, with the band, the Arrhythmics, and Walking on Broken Glass in her solo career, Born Today. Annie Lennox... What year? 58. 58. Barry, you and I are dialed in. 59. 59. 59. Did you write it down? You say 59 also? Yes, I do. We have two people that said 59? Yes, we do. And they're both wrong, and everybody's (laughs) over. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely played. Here we go. It's 54. 54. And we have one left. It's a stupid game. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Jonathan, we have one left, and... You, you have time to redeem yourself. You can't win, but you can redeem yourself and not be a shutout. I'm and writing you, my you, answer down you, beforehand. And you guys, you're tied. Yep. So we need a winner here. This is for it, Barry. So this goes yes. to? Barry Stein. Me. To Barry Stein. <clears throat> Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Ah, Margarita. It goes though. to Chuck, just for the record. Does it? Chuck? Oh, yeah. Nope. I said 58. You said 59. All it right. goes to you. Bring it to me. Bring it. Songwriter known for his Caribbean-inspired songs about island Experiences with devoted. I already wrote my answer down before you started reading. With devoted following fans known as Parrotheads, he is known with, for the hit Margaritaville. Jimmy Buffett. Don't answer today. that. My pen ran out of ink. I got to do some math here. Oh, all right. You can write it down. Lock now. it in, Barry. Lock you can it write in. it down. I want him to lock cheating. it in. I've locked it in. All right. 1945. 45. <laughs> so glad I locked it in. Mr. J. <laughs> 1932. I wrote it down before you started reading. 32. 1946. 46. I'm going to hit him. 45. What? What are you laughing? Because <laughs> he's going to hit me. <laughs> and he likes that kind of thing. He's I drunk. Do. He's drunk. He's punch drunk. He's loaded. Drunk drunk. I'm loaded. I'm happy. He's loaded now. So we have a 46 and a 45 and, and a, a 32. 32. Somebody's got two points. Chuck. Barry Stein, 46. 46. Wow. 
Barry Stein wow. with five points. Barry. Chuck Morrison with three, and Mr. Jonathan with zero. No. Okay. I'll drink to that. And this classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whatever classic cigar it is, you'll find it at your favorite brick-and-mortar store. Cuba. Happy birthday especially to all the people celebrating their birthday near Christmas time. I know you get it. You, you get know, shafted. Yeah, you get shafted. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. So Great. what do we got time? We, we got no up, time. We got against the clock. We're up against the clock. So that's it. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, David. Yeah. Jonathan, Barry. Mr. Merry Jonathan, Christmas. you coming over the house? Coming. You're coming. Jonathan's oh, coming nice. over my house for Christmas. I'm bringing Brussels sprouts. Yeah. And he's eating them. No. I'm not eating them. He's eating a Brussels sprout. So you heard it, Laurie. My wife's listening. Brussels sprouts. He's bringing them. So we can don't want to have to worry about Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> We're all set. We can take that off the list of things to do. No Brussels sprouts need to be. Uh, co- do you cook them? What do you do with a Brussels sprout? You'll see. I will see, but I will I've not. I've got a taste. special sauce I'm brewing up. Oh, I know about that. Okay, next week we're. Oh, uh, oh God, it's going bad. Stop drinking. Um, next week we're going to be drinking on the show again. We're going to be drinking champagne uh, Thursday, December 29th, 5 uh, o'clock Eastern. Join us uh, for Jorge Tapis from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. He's the blind cigar taster for Cigar Journal Magazine. He will be here with us. Until then, Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll talk to you then. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your Byron Disquinditos, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.